episode nine. Episode nine. It's here. We did it. It's January. <laughs> the first episode of 2019. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Well, this is Let's Talk Club Management. As you all should know by now, I'm Kyle Jennings. And I'm joined by my colleague, Melissa Lowe. And uh, we realize that we've been remiss in introducing ourselves over the past like three episodes. So it's 2019, new year, new us. Except old Absolutely. us with the same names. Right? <laughs> but but new locations. But and, new locations. Uh, first podcast. First podcast recorded via Skype. Bi-coastal podcasting. As we are not in the same room. No. Bi-coastal. Bi-coastal okay. podcasting. We have the CMA West Coast representing out here in California. Okay. Melissa's holding it down in Virginia. So here we yep. go. <laughs> there it is uh, 34 degrees. And we have, uh, let's see, we had nine and a half inches here. Uh over the weekend nice and it is currently 34 degrees and it is sunny though so it's beautiful well you're beating but, me uh, cold you're beating me it's 60 degrees here and it's been raining for three days straight so anyone who tells you that southern california is sunny and 75 all the time is a liar and uh <laughs> i want my money back so there you go oh no i heard alien noises oh no i didn't so we're good we'll keep going okay Okay, so it's the first quarter of the year, and for us around here, and for all of our members, we know that means it's time to talk about conference. Conference! It's almost here. How many days until conference? And we are... Uh, I'm trying to pull that up right now, but we're, we're right around the five-week mark. So we, we will officially kick off conference um, on Sunday, February 24th. So we are... Just about five weeks out from it's just that. Just breathing down our necks. So exciting. Well, it I'm, is, exci- I'm excited but- to go to conference for a lot of reasons, but mostly so I can see all of the faces of the people back east, but uh, mostly because we'll be in Nashville and that's a new city for us. And I haven't really been there for real. So it'll be fun. I can't wait to be, t- I can't wait to get to Nashville. It's the only major city in Tennessee that I haven't been to. I'm not sure how I missed that one. It's um, in the middle. How did you but, miss it? You know, it's a great city. I don't know. It's a great city, vibrant music scene, um, a- amazing food. Um, so it really, a lot of things await um, our members. And we're excited to dive into all of the new stuff we're doing. Um, give everybody kind of a behind the scenes look at um, what they need to know leading up into conference. And to make it fun, we've recruited a number of our colleagues to appear um, on the show. So we will dive right in to talking with the amazing team. Yeah, you say CMA. recruited. I think it's actually t- arm twisted, but that's fine. <laughs> we will hear from some CMAA team members. We're going to speak with Erica Benjamin, and she's going to talk about the Idea Fair at World Conference. Yeah. So good morning, Erica. Good morning, Kyle. (laughs) Um, So we're going to chat a little bit today about the Idea Fair. So 
for, we'll just take this as a somebody who's never been to conference. Can you give us a little rundown of what the Idea Fair is? Absolutely. Uh, so the Idea Fair is, it currently has 21 categories, and what members do is they enter their ideas on poster boards, so it's going to look very much like a science fair. Um, and then we break them down into the categories, and then there is a committee that goes through a committee of peers that judges the ideas. There uh, will be a winner in each category, and then we have three overall award winners. Very cool. And what are those overall awards? Um, there are the Most Innovative Award, the Showstopper Idea Award, and then the Chairman's Award. Cool. So those are like big overall best in show type things. You got it. Awesome. And so you said there were 21 categories, and I know that most of our categories have been the same year to year. We have things like club events, food ideas, beverage concepts, things like that. But what is the newest category that we've implemented? The newest category is the residential communities slash HOAs. Um, that was new last year, and there were a couple entries, but we're hoping to get some more entries in that category for this year. Cool, cool. And um, as far as the idea fair goes, people are going to be sending their poster boards to Nashville, correct? Don't we have deadlines for that? Yeah, so if you're going to be shipping your entry, and you can make sure that it ships between January 22nd and February 15th. Um, the address is right on the form for shipping. And then if you're going to be hand carrying your entry, it should be dropped off um, by Sunday, February 24th at 8 a.m. in order to make it in time for the judging that will take place um, that morning. Nice. And we can find all of those entry forms online at cmaa.org. We've got all of those available for you. And any other questions that you might have about participating in the Idea Fair or what we do with the Idea Fair entries afterwards, you can point yourself to Erica or even myself. Um, but you can find previous year's Idea Fairs online, also on cmaa.org. We post all the pictures from every idea <laughs> on the website for everyone to peruse after we get back from conference. So if you can't make it to Nashville this year, but you really wanted to see what some of your peers are up to, that's a great place to look for new, new ideas and new concepts for your club. And I think that about wraps us up, Erica. Thank you so much, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. All the entries in Nashville. Yeah, definitely. And now we'll be joined by Carrie Wosicki to talk about a new club foundation event this year, the Boot Auction. Well, I'm here with Carrie Wosicki, Director of Development for the Club Foundation, and she is going to share with us a new um, event that we are doing at conference this year with the Club Foundation, and it's actually a little twist on something we've done in the past. So Carrie, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. Thanks, Kyle. Um, what we're doing this year is uh, the Club Foundation is sponsoring a boot auction. I know, it sounds a little strange. <laughs> We are going to be having um, an auction for pairs of cowboy boots. And what our thinking is, there is a method to our madness. <laughs> we are hoping that everyone will come out and check out the cowboy boots, bid and buy the boots, and then wear the boots during the networking event uh, that is scheduled at conference for Tuesday night. So um, it's a great opportunity to really get into the spirit of Nashville and, um, you know, get into the flavor of Nashville with a pair of cowboy boots. I like it. <laughs> Foundation. And so 
right now, are you still collecting donations? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, if you're listening and you would like to donate a pair of boots to the auction, we are still collecting boots. Uh, we are hoping to receive all the boots into the office here in Alexandria by uh, the 1st of February um, and have them shipped directly to Nashville for you. Nice. And um, where are we encouraging folks to get their boots from? I know we've communicated out about that a little bit, but do you want to share that with everyone? Sure. If anyone has any questions, they can, of course, call me um, at headquarters, and I'd be happy to walk them through the process. But um, just to explain it, we're um, all buying our boots from Zappos. They have a great return policy. And so if you go on Zappos.com and you search men's cowboy boots or women's cowboy boots, you will find a 1,000 options in every price point. So we're encouraging people to um, buy a pair of nice-looking cowboy boots either for men or women, um, in any size, and then send them to us here um, at National Headquarters, and we will do the rest. We'll get them all set for the auction. Cool. And just to note, that return policy with Zappos is important because, as you know, people are buying one pair of boots. It'll be one size. Um, and unfortunately, our feet are not one size fits all. So if you do purchase a pair of boots on site at World Conference and you just love them but they don't fit, that return policy with Zappos makes it super easy to exchange those boots and get the size that you need for the boots that you want. Yes, exactly. And that's why we are using um, such a credible, amazing retailer like Zappos to support us. Their uh, return policy is 365 days. So you have an entire year to decide whether or not the boots fit. And um, if they don't, I can walk um, the purchaser through the return process. It's super easy. Super, super easy. Awesome. Well, this sounds like a really exciting event, and I'm hoping that it goes well, um, and I hope that it helps people get into the flavor and style of Nashville. <laughs> yes. I mean, so far, the um, enthusiasm for the boot auction has been overwhelming. Um, literally, my office is full of boxes from Zappos, um, and lots and lots of boots have come in. I think we're um, over 25 pairs and counting. Awesome. So, well, that's um, great to hear. Yeah, really excited, and, and do hope that people participate. And you can donate a pair of boots if you're a member, um, if you're a chapter, if you're an exhibitor, or if you just want to support the Club Foundation. We'd love to have the boots. So cool. um, it's a great way for many people to get involved. Definitely. We don't discriminate if you want to help out. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this case, truly, the more the merrier. Indeed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you, Kyle. And now I'll be joined by Sarah Tom, who works with our International Wine Society, to share a little bit about the wine auction. All right. Well, I'm here with Sarah Tom, who handles um, a lot of things in the office, but specifically, as it relates to World Conference, she handles our wine auction, which is very popular and pretty well known. But I wanted to give Sarah a chance to tell us a little bit about the wine auction, what it is, how it, people donate, how people bid and win wine, um, and introduce us a little bit to it. So Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about the wine auction? I sure can. Um, so every year at conference, we have our annual silent and live auctions. Um, so the chapters are going to donate wines, um, collecting them from everyone in their chapter, uh, usually at chapter meetings, or we have a designated um, person within the chapter that's just going to collect all those wines from everybody. Um, you ship the wines to our clearinghouse, which this year it is Belle Mead uh, Country Club in Nashville. 
um, they will collect all the wines and then they deliver them to the convention center for us. So um, we get on site, we unload everything, we set them up in lots and have lots of volunteers and it's a really good fun time. And um, then on, let's see, it will be Monday morning, the auction opens up at 10 a.m. for bidding. So you can come to the member services pavilion um, and we will have a whole entire auction area set up where you can peruse all the wines um, and then you bid on your phone. Uh, so we have employed a company called GiveSmart and you're probably familiar with them at this point. We've used them now for three years. Um, so we have employed them again. They are great, they are on site to help. They can get you registered by a quick swipe of your credit card um, and then you have access to viewing all the wines um, watching the bids, uh, keeping track of where your items are at, and it's just really, really simple. Um, we will also have Buy It Now items, um, which those are all always really popular. Um, so it's just a really fun event. Um, that same evening, Monday night, we have our live auction. Uh, at first, we have a membership reception for about 30 minutes, and that leads into the live auction um, where we really try to showcase our best of the best um, wines. And that is also a very high energy, really <laughs> fun event. Um, people get really competitive, and so it's always really fun to watch. For sure. Even if you don't plan on bidding on anything, I think coming to watch is just as entertaining because it does get a little rowdy. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it, it's really, really fun. I mean, the last few years that I've done it, and you know, I mean, it's just... People are laughing. They're heckling each other, but it's just so fun. <laughs> it is super fun. And one thing I'll note about the um, Give Smart option for bidding is that, as Sarah said, you don't have to. Um, you can watch your bids over time, which also means that once you've perused the wine auction, you've looked through everything, and you've said, "Okay, well, I really want these wines." As you watch your your bids on via the via your phone, you can place more bids on them at any point during the week. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to be in the wine auction to bid. You can be in a, you yep. know, in your hotel room. You can be at an event. You can be in an education session, though we don't recommend that because you should be paying attention. Right. But you could. <laughs> yeah. Point being is that you can do that from anywhere, and it's super convenient. Mm -hmm. And we've had, we've been using GiveSmart for the last... This is our fourth, fourth year. year with them. Yeah, and it's been pretty successful. So um, we're pretty excited about that again this year. And Sarah, is there anything else with the wine auction that you want to cover or is that it? Um, the auction ends Wednesday. So at the end of education sessions, Wednesday afternoon. So around 340 is when we will close. Okay. Um, and then we have Give Smart close everything out in terms of with the payments. And then Thursday we have UPS will be set up to assist with shipping of all the lots that you've won. So we make it really, really easy for you to get your wines home. Um, if anyone has difficulty being there on Thursday, being available to do that, you know, come and see me in the auction area in the member services pavilion, and I can work with you on coordinating something else that will work. But um, we ask that most people, if you are there on Thursday, that you come between the hours of 7.30 and 4 p.m. Um, to get those wines shipped. Packed up and shipped, and it's pretty simple. Like you said, yep. we have UPS there, and they'll help you box everything, tape it up, get it off to where it needs to go. Yep, super easy. Couldn't be couldn't be simpler, really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the wine auction runs like a well-oiled machine, even if it is a little frantic and harried <laughs> on yeah. the back end. <laughs> yeah. 
but nobody sees that. Smoke nope. and mirrors. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for sharing that with us. And if Absolutely. you all have any questions about the wine auction or any of our events at conference, you know, please check out the website, uh, cmaa.org backslash conference to start. And if you have something specifically related to Wine Society or the wine auction, please contact Sarah and she will get you all squared away. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Thanks cool. for having me. Absolutely. I'm here with Kim Pasquale, um, our resident expert in all things membership. Um, but she's going to chat with us a little bit about voting at World Conference. And I'd like to start it off with, Kim, is voting already open? Yes, Kyle, voting is open. <laughs> we are uh, currently in our online authorization process, um, which will go through February 20th. Okay, and what does that mean? It means that if you are an eligible voter, which is if you are a professional or alumnus member, if you are a professional retired member, if you are a select honorary member or on continuation status, you are eligible to vote if you have paid for your 2019 dues, and then you begin through uh, an online process of requesting a voter code, which you can do on CMA's website. Okay. And um, the a code will be issued to you if you're eligible, and then you use that on the online system. And the, once your vote is cast, um, the process is complete and closed. Cool. So then that would mean that you would not have to vote on site at World Conference, and that's especially helpful if you are not attending conference, correct? That is correct. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so what does our ballot look like this year? So we have um, four wonderful uh, ladies and gentlemen running for uh, the board of director slots. There are three three-year terms and one one-year term available in 2019. And um, what we will do with that is that everyone has an opportunity to select three um, of their favorite candidates and vote for those three by the bylaws. That is a bylaw of CMAA. And um, the person with the least amount of votes at the end will have the uh, shortest term. So all four, uh, all four members who are running for the board of directors will have a position on the board. It's just depending on how the vote process goes. Sure. So depending on how the results come in, that will determine who gets what term. Correct. Got it. Um, so if folks are attending World Conference and they want to vote on site, what days do we have voting available? So we will begin voting um, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So first we'll hear from all the candidates at the opening business session. They have two minutes each to tell us all the fabulous things about themselves and how they feel about CMAA as an organization. And then the voting polls will open on site beginning at 9.30 on Tuesday, and we will close um, I th 11.30 on Thursday. On Thursday. Yep. Okay, and then the results will be announced at the closing business session, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. Is there anything else that you can think of about voting that you want to share with anybody? Sure. I do want to mention that there are two housekeeping items that we um, are looking at to update CMA's bylaws on, so when you check out the ballot, you will be able to see those and vote accordingly. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that covers everything about voting that people might need to know, but if you have any questions or concerns about the voting process, uh, please visit our website, cmaa.org backslash vote. I think. Is that right, Kim? That is correct. Okay. And that's where you can vote um, online ahead of time. You can find out more information about our candidates, and you can get in touch with someone at headquarters if you have further questions. And 
that's it. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kyle. Hi, everyone. If you were in my office, you could see we are way... We are way surrounded by conference packets in my office, and every day we are steadily getting in more and more registrations, which is awesome. It's Melissa Lowe, and I'm here with Michelle Gyrus, who is our registration extraordinaire. Mickey, who we affectionately call Mickey, we ha has been with the association for more than 30 years, which means she started here as a very young child. Um, so we're excited to be in her office today to talk about registration and all the questions that you that she's gotten. So Mick, what's the big question that you get from members? When they're trying to go in to purchase an additional ticket, they're having troubles. And the reason being is because people don't realize the computer knows that you registered. It just doesn't know how you've registered or what you have registered for. So it, it tells you that it's a duplicate or a possible duplication. So before you can continue, you have to hit the button that says possible duplication. Then you can continue on. And after you try to add it, sometimes it says again, trying to forewarn you, hey, could be another duplication. You have to hit the button again that says possible duplication. Then you can add it to the cart. So great rule of thumb is always hit okay. Yes, always hit okay. <laughs> is how to check our registration and obviously we have a brand new system that uh, most people are using for registration for the first time. So if you click in and click on my events you can review your existing registration. Yes you can. It'll tell you um, exactly what's included in your packet too like if you did a full registration it also includes the networking event ticket. If you purchased any um, additional tickets like the awards breakfast it will be on there or International Wine Society dinner. Anything extra that you um, have purchased, it will be on there and it will give you the cost that you paid for it because you automatically receive a confirmation after you register. You mentioned the awards breakfast. So that's a new event the association is doing this, this year um, and it is not included in the full registration packet. Is that my understanding? That's correct. A lot of people are getting the um, misunderstanding that it's included in their package because they did a full registration. It is not. Um, it's easy to go back in and purchase an additional ticket. The cost is $30. And that includes breakfast, right? And for the first 500 attendees, a copy of Scott Hamilton's latest book. That is correct. Perfect. So very easy to add in. So Mick, anything else that members should know about registration before they head on site? Make sure you download the app. Absolutely. We're going to talk to David McCabe in just a minute about how to get done. Thanks so much, Mick. And um, I hope you get some rest before conference. You got a lot of packet. <laughs> Thank you so much. And now we're with David McCabe, who is another staff member who handles our conference education, scheduling all of our speakers, and making sure the education is on par for our members. Welcome, David. Oh, thank you for having me today. Awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit about education. So what's the best place to get information about all the education sessions at conference? So the best place to get it would be our conference app that we have. So everything is in there from the schedule to how you uh, get your credits 
things like that. And also while you're on site, if there's any changes, things like that, that's the most up to date. So it's better than having a printed copy where it uh, could be outdated as soon as it's printed. Uh, so how you would download that app is that you go to your device's app store and you would search for Crowd Compass Attendee Hub. That's the name of the app that we use. If you were at conference last year and you had the app, it would be the same one. So you don't need to download it again. It's the same app. Uh, we had a little bit of a difference in 2018 than we did from the previous year, but the one we're using this year is the same. Once you've downloaded that, you would search for the CMAA World Conference. So that will come up. You click on that and download it. It's a one-time download. You don't need to do this every single time. And then anytime we update it, it's automatically updated. Uh, so once you do that, you're ready to go. Within that, you'll find the schedule. So you go through the day, each of the days. And then when you go through the schedule, it'll have the, the, all the sessions listed. Uh, you have the list of speakers. And then in there, you'll have their contact information, their bios, their pictures, things like that. Uh, also for, for the other attendees that are there, which I did want to mention. So you do have to do a little bit of uh, editing for that, to, for that to work. So you would go in and uh, set your profile up. But within that, there is a box that says uh, make my profile private. And that is checked off as default. So if you want other people to be able to see you in there or contact you and you, you put your contact information, we do not pre-populate that with anything. Uh, so if you want people to see that and have you see your contact information, then they just have to uncheck that make my profile private and then everyone will be able to see that. So it's an opt-in. It's not an atom, automatic add to the Cor attendee list. Correct, correct. That's so correct. for privacy reasons, we, we, don't, we don't add any, any contact information in there for the attendees. Great. So how do you get your credits at conference? Okay, so for those that haven't been to conference, maybe you've been to conference a, a long time ago and you haven't been back, we are not using those cards anymore, which was a great relief to the members, to us here on staff. Uh, for those of you who remember the little card you had to bubble in. So now we use our app again. Once again, kind of that app is for everything. So at the end of every session, a speak, the speaker is going to give you a session code, which, in, uh, which will be a word. Uh, and you'll see as you go along, they're usually words that are basically associated with either conference or the city that we're in or things like that. So the speaker will give that code at the end of the session. You would go to the schedule on the app and then find the session that you're at and click on that and it'll open up. And in the description, there's the first sentence says, click here to evaluate the session and claim your credits. So the word here is a link. You would just click on that. And then the first thing it's going to ask you is your is the code, the attendance code that was given out at the session. So you would type that in. It's not case sensitive, so you can you can do it all caps, lowercase, combination of which it's it's not going to matter. So it, it'll take that. If the if your code is correct, it'll go on to the next question. So the next question will be your enter your CMEA member number, and that will be on your badge. So if you don't remember it, that number is on your badge. And even if you're not a CMEA member that number, use that number on your badge. Because if you do become a CMAA member, that number is going to become your member number. I'm already have all your credits uh, in, the, in the system. So that's one thing I can't stress enough, but we have people who go that are not members to make sure that they do that. Uh, then it'll walk you through a couple of questions, about five or six questions about your rating on the session that gives us feedback to give our speakers so we, they can improve or we know who to pick for the next years and the next coming years for a conference. And then once you're finished, you have an opportunity if you want to make any comments. The last thing gives you an opportunity to, to type a response in uh, for comments that we do pass along to the speakers. Once you hit that, you'll get a message that says, thanks for, for doing that. And it is a little bit different this year from previous years. So for those of you who have been to conference before, 
in the last two years, once you you completed that, your credits went on to your record right away. You, 30 seconds later, you could go and look on it. Uh, you may or may not be aware we, we have a new database system here at the office that was, that was uh, put in about mid-year in 2018. And the process is just a little different. So we as staff have to run a process each night for it to generate those credits. So you'll see those credits the next day. So you just won't see them right away. Uh, so that's the one big change from the previous from previous years is you won't see those credits right away. So don't panic if you finish it. You go look at your credit history. It's not there right away. Overnight it'll be there. Uh, one other big change that we'll have is the timing for you to for you to claim your credits. In the past, we've given actually up to two or three weeks to do that. This year, we are only doing it for 48 hours. So you and we will announce that at the beginning of each session and remind you and things like that. But just make sure that if you don't fill that. Uh, survey out right at the end to write down that attendance code and do it fairly soon after the after the session because you're only going to have 48 hours to do that for whatever reason you don't do that then contact us here at the office and then we will work with you uh, for, for getting those credits but we it's best if you do that right when you're there absolutely so we have some big names for our general sessions Archie Cooper Manning Nicole Nowachowski Sarah Rob O'Hagan and of course Scott Hamilton with the awards process what sessions are you most excited about, David? Um, I'm pretty excited. We have a couple of we last couple of years. We've tried to put some keynote level speakers in the regular general sessions to give a little more value to conference. Uh, so we have a couple of individuals come to mind there. Uh, we have uh, Deanne Turner who is speaking on culture. She is a re she's retired from Chick Fil A. She worked there for several number of years. Uh, I know, uh, you know a lot of people are very interested in Chick Fil A's culture and things like that. So uh, she'll be speaking. Uh, we have the CEO of Wawa, for those of you on the East Coast, uh, especially in the, in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware area, are very familiar with Wawa. Uh, their CEO will be speaking on brand loyalty and their uh, culture that they've created, which they're known for. Uh, we also have another uh, leadership speaker called uh, Dr. Gerald Bell, who um, has been around for, for a number of years. He's speaking for us for the first time, but he has come with... Uh, high regards from several CMA members who have seen him speak, so that's, we, we were able to book him. Uh, a couple other things, I know we, uh, one I'm really excited about is a, uh, a presentation skills session that we're having with uh, Kevin Fish and Bill Sanderson, who will be coming over from the, from the UK. Some of you may know the two of those, but they're having a, an interesting session that they're doing that and taking an interesting take on that session. Uh, and then we also are covering some other things, just some current issues. We have a couple sessions that are going to be dealing with harassment in the workplace, as you know, the last year or two especially it's been been in the headlines uh, so some sessions on how to how to um, handle those uh, from different from a management perspective uh, from a personal perspective things like that so I'm excited that we're, we're addressing some current issues and other things like crisis communications and things like that so we try to cover some things that are hot right now within the last year or so that that we feel the members need to to know about Thanks, David. We really appreciate it. I know you've got to get back to the things to do on your plate, so we'll see you in 39 days. All right. Thanks for having me. Now I'll be joined with, by Jim Reisick, CCM. Uh, Jim is currently the director of dining at the Union Club of the City of New York and an active young professional. He's the leader of our YoPro group. And Jim's going to talk to us a little bit about his recommendations and tips for conference first-timers. Thank you for joining me, Jim. I appreciate it. 
Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate you having me. All right. So we're just going to chat a little bit about first-timers at conference. Um, the big question we have is what advice would you give to somebody who's attending World Conference for the first time? Well, I think first off is not to be intimidated by it. I think a lot of people going, you know, you see a lot of publications from CMA and you hear a lot of stories and things from other managers and it can be a little bit overwhelming at times and intimidating to see, you know, what is it really like on your first time? There's so many different things from networking to education, even social events. It's kind of where do you begin? How do you start? And for me, going to my first conference, uh, I think it was in San Antonio in 2014 or 2015, I kind of had that little come to Jesus realization, <laughs> uh, for, for lack of better terms, whereas like, I, I've never done this. Where do I start? You know, you don't want to make a bad impression with your peers or potential um, managers that may hire you in the future for jobs. So, you know, you want to get off on your best foot, but how mm -hmm. do you go about doing so? And I think that yeah. one of the things that really helped me, Kyle, to be honest with you, is the development of the app from CMA. Yeah. I mean, that has been a godsend because now you can see what's going on beforehand. Whereas I think those little books that we used to give out were great and they had a lot of information, but you kind of were doing things on the fly because you got those when you registered. Right. Now with the app, everything's at your fingertips, you know, weeks and even months before, and you kind of plan out your day, see where you're going to be, what you want to do, and, and make sure that everything kind of works. It takes that little bit of stress out of planning for me, at least. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I would agree. And from the other side, utilizing the app has helped us not only push information out to conference attendees earlier, um, but also with the ease of up-to-the-minute um, like updates with the app, we can everything in there is always current and always timely. Whereas previously when we had the little conference booklets, I mean, that was current as of the time we sent it to the printer. So who knows what, what could have changed in the weeks between when we shipped everything to conference via freight <laughs> and when we actually arrived there two weeks later um, with the app. Things change in this industry, Kyle? No, never. Uh-uh. <laughs> but uh, with the app, if we have a speaker who has to change or they want to update something in their PowerPoint or, you know, we have a last minute announcement that we need to make, like, you know, somebody needs to come pick something up at the member services pavilion or buses are loading and leaving at this time, you know, we can update that in the app and we can also actually push that information out to everyone. So, I mean, I think you make a really good point. And I think utilizing the app as an attendee really can enhance your experience at conference because as you said, I mean, you can pre-plan everything. You can get an idea for what's going to happen throughout the day, what events you want to go to, what sessions you want to go to. Um, but also I think it just gives you a better big picture of how robust the conference experience can be. Sure, for sure. I mean, like I said, coming there, especially when you register, you know, there's a thousand people there. You're kind of figuring out what to do, where to go next. And, you know, you want to network with certain people, but you don't know where everyone's going or what sessions, you know, people want to attend. So the other benefit that I found in the app, at least, was you also got to do some virtual networking, for mm -hmm. lack of better terms, because now you kind of see who's attending conference, who you want to connect with, maybe somebody you have met, do you want to kind of pair off with and have a, a meal with or attend a session with. But also you have that, oh, I, I haven't met this manager, but I've seen them post on LinkedIn, or I know that they're at a club that I might be interested in working in the future or, or learning from. So you kind of have that ability to kind of pick who you're going to talk to as well and who you want to interact with during the week in addition to necessarily planning your actual sessions that you're going to attend. And I thought that was huge, whereas in the past, you know, you didn't really have that opportunity. You kind of met who you met in your comings and goings throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You couldn't really plot how, how to use that time, your time off, to the best ability of your, of your schedule. Yeah, you can really strategize your time.
while you're there, while you use the app, definitely. Certainly. Um, so what other things would, would you want to share with somebody who's attending conference for the first time? Obviously, getting over the intimidation factor of how you know big and broad and, and how many people are there, but what's maybe one one session or one event that you would say you absolutely have to go to this no matter what, definitely be there? So for the one session, I think, um, it's probably not the, the most popular answer from CMA's perspective because you all do such a great job with education. But always usually the uh, networking event is mm -hmm. usually something that's mind-blowingly spectacular. <laughs> Whether it's club tours and getting to see all the different clubs and your colleagues put on these fantastic events for so many people that are arriving and by the busload and then just do it flawlessly, or whether it's doing something like this time, I mean, I'm looking forward to the concert and being at Ryman Hall. I mean, you're, you're traveling all these new cities and you're getting to be immersed in the culture there through these different events. And it's something that you don't necessarily get to do in your everyday life, but also you're doing it with, you know, a thousand like-minded people sharing in that moment with you. It's, it's really incredible. So that's, I think, my favorite part of conference. Yeah. Um, certainly there's a lot of great education. Don't get me wrong. That, that is <laughs> most, <laughs> mostly the focus of the week. Um, but in doing so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot can be said, and a lot of invaluable benefits that can be gained and having that networking opportunity and doing it in the, the way the CMA puts it on. It's just, it's something that's truly special and it makes that week kind of that much more special for you as an attendee. Yeah, totally. I would agree. I mean, the networking event is always a, an amazing time. Um, it's a big party, but you're right. It is a great chance to get to network with your peers because that's obviously the point, but to, to right. network with your peers in a setting that's a little bit more relaxed than, you know, an education session or, you know, a club. Um, right. you're, you can let your hair down a little bit. You can be more casual. You can be yourself, which I think is really important when you're networking with someone. Um, I was going to say, Jim is also the leader of our YoPro group, our young professionals. Is there something that you would want to share with um, maybe a first-time YoPro attendee? Certainly. I think that in the last few years, we've been uh, kind of blessed to have the support of CMAA staff and kind of creating these different initiatives around YoPros. Um, we've been able to have these different education sessions each conference, and we've even started a community service initiative as well as our, you know, our own individual outings. Um, this year we're doing Escape the Room, so it's something where we kind of build and, and team build uh, through also networking and getting to know each other. And then the educations are just been fantastic. I mean, it's something that while it's important to – you know, the Yo Pros in the group to have education that really meets what they're looking for and not necessarily always the executive level or the post-certification level. We're kind of focusing on what's prevalent to, you know, the managers under 40 in the association. And we've had a great job, thanks to Sarah Bow and yourself, Kyle, and kind of providing some great education there. And this year we're really looking forward to having a session about managing your personal finances. So I think okay. that's definitely a, a not, not to be missed session if, if you have the opportunity to attend on Sunday. Definitely. And I would just like to add that you do not have to be a YoPro to attend that education session. Obviously, it is geared toward the, the YoPros, but if that's something that you're interested in, obviously, everyone is welcome to attend. But uh, Absolutely. great. Well, like you said, your first world conference was in San Antonio, correct? Correct. Correct. So that was 2015. It's 2019 yeah. now. And now this will be your fourth, fifth? Fifth, I believe. Fifth yeah. conference. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I will say that this is my sixth conference, which I'm also very excited about. Um, I love working conference. It's one of the best times of the year. We get to see all of the members and get to interact with um, with folks that we generally just have um, contact with throughout the year via phone or email. 
Um, but I'm looking forward to spending time in Nashville, and I'm looking forward to seeing you, Jim, and seeing all of our members. And I wanted to say thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you very much, Kyle. We all are very much looking forward to Nashville. The buzz is great. And we can't wait to get out there and get to see everyone from CMA as well as our colleagues. And I really appreciate you having me on today. Thank you. Awesome. So we're here with Kelly Springer, who is also another very tenured member of our staff that started here as a small child. <laughs> like Michelle Gyrath. Um, but she is the queen of our expo. She knows all of our vendors very, very well. Um, and she's responsible for the innovations to the Club Business Expo every year. So, Kelly, tell us what's new this year. What are members going to see in 2019 that's a little bit different than they've seen before? Well, we have taken several suggestions from our members as well as our exhibitors and created somewhat of a playground this year. On 2019, you will see putt-putt parks scattered throughout the floor. There will be nine of them. So everyone has an opportunity to enjoy some non-business activities. Um, we have also created a lounge that will be presented by our partner network. So you have an opportunity to sit, chit chat with your peers as well as exhibitors and enjoy some time um, to relax and uh, take a look at what you have maybe have not seen and go back to those companies that you may want to touch base with. We have also created a unique pavilion, which we are bringing the wellness onto the club floor. This area is specific to spawn fitness companies and it is being run and provided in partnership with our subsidiary association, the club spawn fitness. Awesome. So those are just a few items. There will be food and beverage on the floor for purchase. So you can take your time, spend an entire day walking the floor, uh, meet the companies you'd like to meet up with, and enjoy a challenging game of putt-putt. A challenging game of putt-putt. <laughs> that, that, that sounds super fun. So in advance of conference, um, I know that um, members can visit the app and connect with the club business expo what are some of the fun features on map your show that um, you can use to browse the exhibitors in advance we added two new uh opportunities for our attendees to log in and find out whom on the floor may be offering show discounts as well as uh searching the floor for new and trending, exciting items that you may want to visit, take a look at while you're there, as well as searching the companies in specific areas. For example, the Wellness Pavilion, all of those companies can be viewed without having to search for specific company names. Very cool. That's awesome. I know we have a number of exhibitors this year. Any uh, brand new companies you'd like to call out? Obviously, we'll have our, our favorites, our old favorites. We always have our favorites. <laughs> but calling out any of the new companies currently, um, we have approximately 32 brand new companies on the floor, and awesome. each one is offering something 
new and exciting. Um, but to call out a favorite of the new ones, I couldn't do that. <laughs> They're okay. all Kelly's favorites. Yeah. Right here, that's 32 brand new ones. That's yeah. So how many companies total are there exhibiting, Kelly? We have approximately 254 exhibitors on the floor this year. That's amazing. Nice work. You can see a lot of your old companies, the ones that everyone has friends with or has done business with in the past 30-plus years. Um, And then you've got a lot of new, smaller companies that are just starting to be introduced to the industry, whom you... Definitely want to go see, so make sure you take a look at the new list. They are also called out with red stars on the floor plan. Nice. So it's pretty easy for attendees to identify who's new, and they can, I mean, you talked about it a little bit, but we can, it's pretty simple to find something that you're looking for through all the resources that we have available. If you can't find it, then we don't have it, and let us know, because we'd be glad to go out and get it. There you go. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, Kelly. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So, Kyle. Hi, Melissa. So, when you're at conference, well, not just when you're at conference, but you handle our student programs. And I do. students are a vital part of our experience at conference. So, can you tell me a little bit about the career and opportunity, career opportunity and mentoring showcase and how members can get involved and how students benefit? And- Absolutely. So every year at conference, we do the Career Opportunity Showcase, which is a job fair, basically. Um, We have, it's about two hours long um, on one of the expo days, so it doesn't conflict with any education, which is actually ideal because that allows for uh, clubs to sign up to basically exhibit at this showcase. And It allows all of our student member attendees to spend the time walking through the showcase, talking to managers at clubs where they may be interested in working someday or doing a little networking. If they're looking for an internship, oftentimes um, interviews will take place right there on the showcase floor or be set up for later that day. Um, We usually have about 300 student members attend World Conference, sometimes more, sometimes less. I think this year being Nashville, we may, you know, see that number tick up a little bit. Um, and the companies that part or companies, excuse me, clubs that participate in the showcase, um, are actually organized by region. So it makes it very simple for a student to navigate in the sense that if it's someone who, uh, is looking for a job in a particular state or a particular region of the country, that's, that's how they can direct themselves when they're in the showcase. They can find the Midwest region and look at clubs in the Midwest. Um, If they want to go somewhere completely different, they can check that out too. So um, the showcase is a great opportunity, as I said, for students to do a little networking, um, get some face-to-face time with managers. Uh, On top of the showcase, we also have the job boards in the career services area of the member services pavilion. Um, these are run the gamut basically from everything from general manager all the way down to internships. So it serves students very well because these are live job postings that folks are usually on site to talk about as well. Um, but I mean, every year we see students coming up and taking pictures on their phones of like every (laughs) other posting that's on the board. Um, but this year we have, I think... 
10 different categories, maybe fewer than that, but general manager, manager, assistant manager, food and beverage, internships, membership, marketing, as well as a new uh, Spawn Fitness posting um, for those job boards. And as I said, those are located in the member services pavilion. It's free to post a job. So if you're a club who has some openings and you're interested in, in maybe talking to some students while you're at World Conference, um, definitely recommend bringing your job posting with you. Um, we provide the safety pins. You provide the posting. <laughs> you can put it up and it stays up throughout the week. Uh, it's a great way to get your pos open positions out in front of the full membership, but specifically for students. Um, I know that they are like moths to a flame with those postings and they crowd around those boards multiple times throughout the week. So we like to provide ample opportunity for students not only to learn while they're at World Conference, but really to expose them to oppor career opportunities within the club industry. So what, um, what activities do the students partake in that are student only during conference? Sure. So we always tell the students, you know, you're you're attending conference, you're welcome to attend pretty much anything that we have available, um, anything that's on the schedule, ma manager education, you know, manager events, things like that. But we also have a subset of student-only specific programming. Uh, that includes their own networking event. They kick off their week of conference with a short networking event on the first night that they're there. This is the opportunity for all of our student chapters to come together, do a little icebreaker, get to know each other, break out of their chapter groups, um, mix and mingle with students from other schools. Uh, they do some networking, they get some food, and usually there's some fun games involved uh, in that evening. And that's always a good time. It's a good way to start the week. Uh, starts it off on a high note, I think. And then moving into actual education, we do, I think this year we'll have four student-specific education sessions. Those sessions are covering everything from um, our CMA coach, Kevin McDonald, is doing a student session this year, which I'm really excited about. Kevin is awesome and he's always booked full when he's at world conference for his coaching sessions um, but getting him in front of the students i think will be a great experience for the kids due to the fact that kevin's advice and demeanor is infectious number one number two he just has a lot of really good um, life advice for how to carry yourself not just in the workplace, though that is important, but also just as you move on throughout your life, um, positive things you wanna focus on, really helping with mindset uh, and leadership abilities, things like that. So Kevin's doing a session. We have three other sessions, one with our Yo Pros. We have a session with um, John Porter from the Club Spa and Fitness Association, paired up with Ben Lorenzen, who's going to talk about aquatics programs and career exploration in the fitness space within clubs. So we kind of want to combine those two, uh, CSFA and you know this career exploration topic together to talk a little bit about how fitness in the club space has evolved over the past few years and what kinds of opportunities are there for someone who's interested in the club industry, but and maybe fitness as well, but isn't as familiar with just the breadth of what is out there. And then um, we have one more session. Uh, John Cunningham is going to talk about um, 
his own special brand of getting prepared for the um, workforce. So I'm really looking forward to those four sessions. In addition to education, we're also doing our own version of the awards session. Um, we have the awards breakfast for uh, recognition of all of our awards winners for the managers. For the students, we're doing the achievement lunch. It's very similar. Uh, there'll be food. We won't have as <laughs> Scott Hamilton speaking. You'll have me, so you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but we'll also have some CMAA leadership there, some uh, members of the board, as well as Jeff Morgan. But that's our opportunity to recognize our student chapter of the year winners, as well as some scholarship winners that have been recognized throughout the year. So uh, we'll have that. And then, as we talked about earlier, the career showcase. And those are all the student-specific se sessions. Oh, I did forget one. <laughs> the mentor lunch. Um, that will be rolled up with our Yo Pro session. But um, the mentor lunch is a great opportunity for students to sit down with manager mentors and have a little debrief in a very casual lunch setting. Um, this ties in really nicely with the conference mentorship initiative, which we kicked off last year. Um, the goal is to pair students with manager mentors for the week of conference. So we have a sign-up form available online. It's been linked on the homepage as well as in um, the last issue of Outlook. If you're interested in being a mentor, I really encourage you to sign up. Students, if you're interested in being a mentee and being paired with a manager, uh, please do sign up. I will be assigning those roles before we leave for Nashville so that you can um, have a chance to exchange contact information ahead of time as well as maybe exchange schedules and, and agree upon sometimes to meet up throughout the week. Um, we definitely encourage you know, students to attend maybe the opening business session with their manager mentor, uh, go, walk the show floor, go to the expo with their manager mentor, and then maybe spend some time sitting down, getting coffee, um, talking about your career path, your aspirations, things that you're interested in, asking any questions. Um, we got some great feedback from this last year, and I took all that feedback and I'm trying to make this the experience even better moving forward this year. Awesome. So to throw in a little bit of business, um, yes. we are we have introduced a new policy this year, the zero tolerance policy, which is applicable for CMA student members, but it's also really um, something that all of our professional alumnus members need to be aware of. Can you Absolutely. talk us through what the new policy is? Absolutely. So we've CMAA has always had a soft policy of zero tolerance when it comes to alcohol consumption by student members at CMAA events. This year we've uh, made that official. We've put it in writing. The official statement is that no CMAA student member, regardless of age, so this is important to note, you may be 21, but this rule still applies to you, um, at any CMAA event, whether that's World Conference and any of the things that we have planned at World Conference inclusive of the networking event where there is free alcohol, but you are not allowed to partake. The rule says that no CMAA student member will consume, purchase um, alcohol while they're in attendance at a CMAA event. And as Melissa said, this is important to note for our professional members as well because buying a drink for a student member well, as innocent as that may be, um, it still violates our policy. You know, we're really trying to protect our students um, 
from their own behaviors and from behaviors of others. Um, and we want to make sure that, you know, these social events are as positive as an, an experience as they possibly can be. Um, so this year for the networking event, we will be asking students to wear their badges, uh, their red badges. And if you don't have your badge on, uh, when we go to the event, you'll be asked to put it on. If we see you at the event without it on, you'll be asked to put it on. And if you don't have it with you, you may be asked to leave. So just important to remember, make sure you have your badge students and, you know, don't try to pull any fast ones on us. We're all smart. We've all been there before. We remember what it's like to be, you know, 20, 21. Um, but just if you have questions about the policy, please reach out to us. We've posted it in um, the conference brochure. It's online. You know, we have that readily available for you. Um, and I'm happy to talk about it with anybody who has concerns. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. Affording me the chance to talk about students. A, a jam-packed conference edition. And I know that there's a lot that goes on a conference. And I know we did not hit everything in this podcast. We certainly didn't. Not at all. So, you know, we, we got five days. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Um, so definitely check out the conference website and the conference app for the latest information as it happens. Mm -hmm. Also, don't hesitate um, to seek out the CMA staff. We are on site, we are visible, and we are there to help you um, both in advance and on site with any questions that you might have. Absolutely. And just a reminder, if you are looking for conference information online, that's cmaa.org backslash conference. And that's where you can find everything from the schedule to instructions on how to download the app to contact information for us. If you have questions that need a human to respond, Absolutely. you know, we're happy. We are happy to do that. Um, please reach out to us at any time. You know, the, the clock is ticking. The countdown is on. We're excited to see you all in Nashville. We're excited to be in Nashville ourselves because it's a great city. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Absolutely. I think that's it. Do you have anything else, Melissa? No, I think we broke some records on the number of interviews done for a podcast. <laughs> and um, we definitely, definitely uh, nailed the bi-coastal thing. So. We sure did. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Awesome. Well, that wraps well. it for this month. I'm Melissa, you're Kyle, and we look forward to seeing you in Nashville. Yep. See you in February. Yeah.